You know the goo stayed over there right there in Rolling Road, man. He don't know about Rolling Road. Earth's going no, that's to a school. fact. <laughs> <laughs> Trash Talk Radio, coming at you live on MP3 from the room without a view at sea level on beautiful Lake Washington. I am Lestro, and with me as always is the Guru. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. And you know how this goes, we're here to talk a little trash on the week's worth of sports. I don't know anybody except the Guru, and the Guru knows all. Man, I know a little something, something, man. Just a little something. Guru, it's episode 38. You know we are all caps, baby. As the Washington Capitals have finally won the Stanley Cup, we're going to talk about the huge win with our D.C. sports columnist and podcaster Denton Day about the scene on the ground in D.C. and what this means to Ovi, the team, and the city. But first, Guru, as I predicted last week, the Golden State Warriors swept the hapless Cavs right out of the NBA Finals for their third win in four years. We gotta talk about whether KD will ever be a real warrior, where they fit in the great dynasties of all time, where LeBron will go next, and if we can finally stop this ridiculous Jordan versus James argument. Uh, yes, sir, yes, sir, 38. Plus, we got the two-minute drill. And the return of Pot or Pony Game Times, Trash Talk Radio, episode 38. Oh, man, that is a heck of a show we have ready for you guys today, man. You know, Guru, I know we're looking to get uh, get out of this quickly. we got to make sure we get to Denton coming up here when we get into it. So we'll probably cut the show a little bit here. But, you know, let's get to the offseason anyway. we got the NBA Finals over. we got the NHL Stanley Cup Finals over. It's just baseball season, and I know you have uh, no interest in that. Hey, I only got interest when the, when the Nats, baby. Hey, Bryce, you next. We already set the tone. All red, all Nats. We already set the tone, baby. All right, so let's get into it. We got to talk about the big Stanley Cup win because, Guru, I got to say, you were the only guy. Now, you weren't uh, you weren't a big bandwagon guy through the season, but from the start of the playoffs on, you are the only guy I heard talking about how the Capitals were going to win the Stanley Cup. You said it to Luca. You said it to Johnny Cab. You said it to Luca again. You said it to anybody Anyone, who would listen. Anyone will listen. And I said it on every IG, everything I said was all caps. And let's hear exactly what happened on that that moment when they all won. Caps, all caps, baby. Guru. All caps. All caps. We all read it. We read all caps. All caps. Let's go. Now, Guru, I got to say first, I'm excited to see that you're clothed because when we left oh, here last man. time, you were saying if they won, you were going streaking. That was the plan. I'm going streaking. Uh, I'm glad to see you're clothed. Uh, now, the rest of the team, uh, they kind of went streaking at times out there in Vegas and the fountains. They went crazy with it. Uh, tell me about seeing that happen, man. What was that like? Oh, man. I mean, I have not seen hey, the Stanley Cup we, win. We are, let's say, the DNV stand-up, and this is just a slide. People who's not around from the local, for, uh, from the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, D.C. area is basically a tri-state area. It's the D, uh, from D.C., Virginia, and Maryland. Obviously, D.C. is not a state, but that whole metro area, we like to call it. So it's kind of funny, right? Because the Caps are really, they're from Northern Virginia. That's majority of the fan base. So the inside <laughs> right. joke is, the Caps are really, Virginia. it's called the Virginia Capitals. 
it's called because the same fan base is the same fan base that actually support the Nats. So it's actually Virginia. Out of those teams, actually the the Wizards, we could call them the BG County Maryland Wizards. Right. And the only unified um, team is the Washington Redskins. That was include the whole DC metro area. But I will call out my fan base, uh, my home, my home, my home base. Uh, those guys are. Because of the Caps and because of the Nats, they 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 are bogus fans. They're well, bandwagon. Yeah, there's, there's nothing that brings the, the city together like a winner. There's nothing that brings Northern Virginia together. This all is caps, hey, baby. this is all for Northern all Virginia. Caps. Everybody knows the difference. If you don't listen to this, and you know what I said, this is for Northern Virginia all Capitals. Caps, baby. This is for Northern all Virginia Nats Nationals. And when the Reds can play in a couple months, now that's the whole entire DC area team right there. <laughs> But Guru, what are you uh, now? You were thinking of going home for the parade. Not gonna be able to make it back. Obviously, got uh, got some conflicts. Con- conflicts, man. Conflict of if I want to be in the doghouse or not. You know. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I uh, I gotta tell you, I, I I'm a little I'm a little uh, I feel a little bad for you on this because I went back for the World Series in 2008. I didn't go back for the Super Bowl this year when the when the Eagles won. But I went I'm back. Sure, that would have been a conflict too. The, the yeah, that, the time. You know, that could have been a conflict <laughs> with the with the little one. That's an excellent point. In 2008, I was like a wild single guy, right? And it came up there. They won on a Wednesday. I bought the tickets on a Thursday. I was at the parade on Friday mm-hmm. in uh, in Philly. Big shout out to my friend Woody uh, who helped uh, who pay for that. And it was just the best day, man. Like all of Philadelphia was. It was also Halloween, but all of Philadelphia took the day off that Friday. They were out in the streets. We were da- literally dancing in the streets, high fiving people I'd never met in cars that would drive by. We ran down to this. St- it was it was just such a great day that I am so excited for the uh, for the people of D.C. and for uh, for Denton who is uh, who is, I think is going to the parade tomorrow to be on the ground Absolutely. so it's our, so our boy ray uh, apparently has plans to go there so shout out to ray our behind the scenes uh, we, wizard we gonna have foot traffic hey i want to tell people man don't it seem like the cops are the, the i call ourselves we are the people's champion man because the way that nobody believes man the people's champion you celebrate with keg stands baby <laughs> you <laughs> celebrate with sleeping with the cup baby we are the people you know what ovi you even took a in a cup, man. I don't even care what you do, man. It's all yours, man. I love, you know, I gotta tell you, you're absolutely right. I'm glad you brought it up, because Ovechkin has been the greatest thing ever. Man, when he won that cup, I watched him hoist that cup for the first time, and seeing him come out of the box when they won off the off the side, you know, crying and screaming and, and shouting, he reminded me of Jordan when he won that first one. You know that iconic photo of Jordan in the locker room like like hugging the, the trophy and, and, and stuff. It was like that. He didn't want to let it go, and since then, it's showed up like he took it to the Nationals game or then he took it out to a bar and a keg stands out. They were in a fountain somewhere diving around. Nobody is having more fun being a champion than Alex Ovechkin. Uh, so I, this this parade tomorrow is going to be nuts just from his standpoint. He's been, he's been awake and drunk since they won. It's just... Incredible. I, I don't even know if he's been sober, right? It's, no, he's still I, he, riding that emotional high, man. That's what I like to see about my athletes, man. Just being that, that what he worked hard for. You know, his whole career, having what, uh, 13 years of just tremendous just adversity. And then just like and a, heartbreak. And heartbreaks, man. And just to see the consequence and the reward for that. that he, he's, he's allowed to do what he's doing, man. He's driving down Chinatown. We all know about Chinatown and the DMV. He's driving down Adams Morgan, man. And everyone is loving it, taking pictures with a Ovestrek. That's the people's champion, baby. OV. Have you, have you ever seen any superstar that elite? 
being that accessible to the fans. Not at this, you know, not at this point in their career. Usually when they're, you see Swaggy P out there now, uh, like going crazy shirtless. He's the guy in, uh, in Golden State that's you know, going nuts. He's the nuts. J.R. Smith version, right? Right, right. So he's, but he's not, you know, the, 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 one of the greatest players in the game. And to see a guy like Ovechkin, who is, who is out there among the people mm-hmm. celebrating it, he's just, it, it really is fantastic to watch. It's exciting. It's why I love sports, you know, like that moment. Like you said, athletes go in their whole career to try and get that uh, he's finally off that what if list you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it, it's it congrats to uh to alexander ovechkin who didn't want to let go of the cup still hasn't let go of the cup all caps <laughs> all caps baby all caps all right so we will talk more about the capitals big uh big stanley cup victory in a few minutes when we get to uh, get to our columnist denton day we got a call in in the second segment of the show but guru before we get to that we got to talk about the NBA Finals because, as uh, no one's surprised, the Golden State Warriors won in uh, four games, though. You had predicted a gentleman's sweep. I said as soon as uh, J.R. Smith, and that was it. As soon as J.R. Smith, it was uh, one just that. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. That was it. LeBron was uh, it was over, back was broken. Apparently, the hand was broken now, too, as LeBron punched a whiteboard. I, I don't know how true that is. I watched his high-five situation. Whoa, 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 LeBron, man. What's up with all that, man? Why is he going to punch the whiteboard, man? He ain't going to pick on somebody else. But, hey, punch on the blackboard. How about that? How about that, man? You punch on the whiteboard, and look what happened. You broke your hand. Punch on a black. Well, you don't got no more blackboards no more. Yeah, fuck you. The blackboard hits back. I don't hey, know about you. Hey, so my question real quick, just inside, when I saw this, who do you think, uh, <laughs> I don't see a battle. LeBron punching the whiteboard, and you remember um, Beckham with the, the the kickers thing when he headbutted the, the kicking <laughs> net? <laughs> In the stupid injury department, stupid right? Injury. <laughs> Rex up there with the, the the Redskins guy who banged his head. Oh, against Gus Farrut, man! Come on, the, come on, LeBron! Hey, LeBron is a he's the drama queen of all drama queen, dude. Now, whether he was injured or not, LeBron played well. You know, now he didn't that fifty-one point whoa, game. Whoa, whoa, he was whoa. amazing nah, in game I one. See, I didn't even see LeBron in game four. I tell you that. I tell you what, though, everyone disappeared in game four. I didn't four. see LeBron in game four. This was not that exciting a series, except for the first game. Every other game seemed decided, if not early, uh, at least by uh, at least by the beginning of the fourth. Now I know they were closer. There were times they were close, but especially game four, the Warriors won this running away, man. Yeah. It looked like the Cavs quit on this game. This was embarrassing, and as far as being such a legend like LeBron, this is one of the most embarrassing. Um, I can't give him no stand for this. I think everything he did, yeah, these people talk about Jr. lost the first game, and that was a heartbreaker, dude. Nobody expects you to win. But they expect to win a game. A game. A game. A game. One game. No one was expecting you to win the series. You know, majority of the world was like, okay, LeBron, you're going to get a pass anyways. But the, the the drama he did it with, with the the his his men, his mental capability right now, that's the thing about LeBron I'm, I'm starting to see, and it's trying to rub me off the wrong way. He's starting to rub me off totally the wrong way. My days of saying King James is over. Why is that? Over. Just his drama, his mentality, dude. He don't have that that dog I'm looking for. That dog, like, look, I don't care what it takes. I don't care if I punch a blackboard, whiteboard, this board. I don't like that. Back in the days when, that's when you know the generations and the millennials are different. When Jordan, in Jordan's days, in the Pistons, in Larry Bird, in Magic, when a J.R. Smith do something like that, you know who's getting punched? 
J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith. Well, Steve Kerr knows about that because <laughs> Jordan laid um, Steve Kerr out. This is Bill Lambier, Isaiah Thomas. That's the difference. You go out to the players and show them, hey, look, this is what you did. Rather punch the whiteboard. What did the whiteboard do to you, dude? And now we are, by the way, you're talking about getting the dog in you or whatever. We are, we are recording this on the anniversary of Jordan's flu game. You know the one where he went out there with the flu and dropped 44? That is, that is what you do. It doesn't matter. You stagger to the sideline at the end. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that sort of King James before. Now, to be clear, they were not going to win this series, most likely. Especially, after, I thought they had a shot until game one. It just looked like he checked out, man. That was It really and, just looked to me like LeBron was not coming back from that. And that's the thing. That's the drama queen about uh, uh, He's like the biggest drama goat I've ever seen in my, in my point ever in, every, in any sport. Just to be that dramatic. So that emotion, that just showed you the pressure that's getting to him. Because a GOAT, the greatest of all time, when they're in that situation, they're calm, cool, and collective. The most crucial time, that's when he's right. It is a selfish motive, what he did. That's why I'm don't. I dis, That's why I'm looking at him like, you're not the king. Because in the most important time when everybody's looking up to you, when the whole family is looking at dad, when the whole kids are like, dad, you got to come through. You have to come through. I don't care what you do. I don't care if the police comes. I don't care who comes. You better come through, dad. You come pick me up. You say you're going to be there at one. I need you at one. And LeBron did not show up. Right. Left him in the rain. Left him in the rain. Left him with their bags in the curbside. He did not show up because you know why? He knew. He knows he's going to be in the sunshine. He's going to be in L.A. in a couple months. His mind was in L.A., L.A., baby. Well, you know what? I see you, LeBron. L.A. L.A. is where the odds-on favorite, because you know you can bet on this stuff in the modern era. You know that there's odds on everything. L.A. is the 7-4 to four favorite to get LeBron next year. The Lakers, in fact. Number two, by the way, the Sixers at 11-5. to five. Where do you, th- you think you think he's going to L.A.? Man, You've been following Nike on, for, for weeks, man. I'll keep telling you guys this. The guru tell you guys. The guru follow the money bag. We've been saying this for His kid on Monday months. signed uh, to, to, play, uh, to play in L.A. Whoa, what a coincidence. <laughs> Whoa. Y'all better stamp this. Take it straight to the mat, Ryan. Surprise, Bam. surprise. Uh, the guru is 100% surprise, on this. Surprise, surprise. Uh, My man, King James. Is taking decision 3.0 will be in the opposite side of the world. See, and I still think that he's either going to stay in Cleveland or stay in the East. Stay. And I think, I think as we were talking with Luca last week, that Boston is. Uh, you see him teaming back up with. with you, boy, that, that piss that, off Kyrie. That, that's going to be too cute. You, you're not going to have that. Come on, we already know there's yeah, a irreconcilable differences over there. So we know Danny Ainge is not going to put that type of toxic. In that locker room. Let's just be honest. Boston, the way they're set up right now. Yeah, but now, Danny Ainge has been shown that he will fucking blow everyone out and bring a guy but, in. But you this, can see him blowing out Hayward and Kyrie and bringing in LeBron. But the difference is, if he brings in LeBron, guess who runs Boston now? LeBron. It's not Danny Ainge. You know, that's It's true. not Brad Stevens. Guess who runs Boston? It is LeBron at that point. Exactly. And that's exactly why I don't want him going to the to the Sixers, is that I, I don't want that level of, of the Philadelphia LeBrons, you know? Yeah. so. Let him go where he's going to go. He's going to L.A. It's, it's, hey, it's everyone thinks, including the guru. It's like I said, LeBron. LeBron. That's what he is now, baby. <laughs> LeBron, baby. He's going to go to L.A. Paul George coming there. And this is my sneaky thing I'm getting from our sources now. Watch out for the situation with Chris Paul. Really? Watch out what's going on over there. I could see Chris Paul, Paul George, and LeBron with the Lakers next year. 
Well, I don't know about that. I think the era of mercenary LeBron could be interesting, putting together another super team in L.A. Really, you think Chris Paul going to end up on the Lakers? That would be. Hey, no, because. That man, is, the Rockets hey, got so close hey, to beating the, the, thing, the, the Warriors this year that it seems like they feel like it, you know? Exactly. And the thing is, though, Chris Paul just, he has a personal vendetta with Steph Curry. Oh. We and got, guess who else got a personal vendetta with Steph Curry? We got so much to go on here. I got, I got to, guys, we got to go get a, we got to go in our call with, uh, with Denton here soon. But I got to say, we got to put this goat thing uh, to rest. It's very simple to me uh, who the best player of all time is, Guru. And I think we saw it. I think if you had one game, if you lined up all the basketball players ever along a wall and you were picking teams playground style and you had first pick for a game that meant everything, like you were turning your mother over to pirates, you know mm. what I mean? To, to keep your mother, your first pick would be Jordan. And if it wasn't Jordan, you're wrong. It, you would take Jordan because A, he's the best, and because B, if you didn't take him first, the grudge he would carry would beat you. Yeah. He wouldn't even have to get on the, the grudge alone would beat you. you. You pick Jordan, he's the best, it's over, goat, period. Hey, like what we said, no, just to close that out, man, I'd rather have, uh, what we said off, off here earlier, I'd rather have, uh, um, what the movie did again? The Space Jam. I'd rather have Space Jam, Space Jam than House Party. Than House Party. Exactly right. You got one game for all the marbles. You're taking Space Jam. You I'm let House Party Space do its Jam, thing. Space Jam, and I let House Party do what House Party do. <laughs> all right, Guru, we didn't get a chance to talk yet about the Warrior side of this or the actual champions, but we got to go get a call with Denton Day. So I'll tell you what. We're going to uh, go get our call with Denton Day, and then we're going to come back, and we'll talk a little bit about the Warriors. We're going to do the two-minute drill. We're going to have our game time, and then uh, and then we'll go from there. How's that sound? Sounds like a chair, baby. Trash Talk Radio. CTR. Trash Talk Radio. Back again. Segment two. Trolley number two. Take two, baby. Take Guru, you two. gotta let me get these plugs in. I'll try and get it right this time. What do you say? Get it. Trash Talk Radio available anywhere you find your podcast, and especially at TrashTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by the World of Sports Network.com. World of Sports Network connecting the world through the sports we love. We got all kinds of great stuff there, including our next guest, uh, Denton Day, and his uh, his podcast, in my opinion, and his column. You can find the on court, off court. You can find base heads about baseball. You can find uh, the attorney in sports. You can find the sports court. You can find Guru's film room. Everything you need, worldofsportsnetwork.com. If you're looking for me, Lestro, you can find me on Twitter at more or Lestro. And the Guru is available on Instagram at Guru's Film Room. Guru, I think I got it. I think you got it, son. Get that plug, man. Send this man some checks, right? man. I will. I Send will. Send him that check. You hear how I'm harping for us. I will. I will plug away for you, too. <laughs> So, Guru, uh, now we got to go to our uh, our phone call here, as promised, with columnist Denton Day, our D.C. sports columnist on the ground there in D.C., getting ready to go to the parade tomorrow. Uh, let's uh, let's talk with him for just a little bit, and then when we come back, we still got to talk about the Warriors because we spent that whole first segment talking about the team that lost the NBA Finals. So we'll come back and talk a little bit about the Warriors, all right? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. TTR. And Guru, we are back with our World of Sports Network DC sports columnist and podcaster Denton Day at Denton underscore Day, the In My Opinion podcast. Denton, my man, congratulations. All caps. <laughs> it's been a real good past 72 hours, I guys. believe I that, man. Time. Where were you? Uh, where did you watch the game? And uh, and how was it? How was the scene? 
I'm incredibly superstitious. So I was watching it at my house. I sit in the exact same spot. I don't wear any Capitals gear, but I was ready. I was tuned in and I was living vicariously through all my friends who were at the uh, the parties in D.C. and the uh, the watch parties and such. That is excellent. Now, are you going to the parade, uh, the big parade on Tuesday, on Trash Talk Tuesday? Uh, Are you going? I, I will be there. Yeah, I drove up. Uh, I was able to uh, pull some strings and get off work that day, so oh, I drove awesome. up three hours to D.C., and I'll be there. I'm so glad to hear that. And I hope you're going to be wearing all red, right? Oh, yeah. I got I got a nice shirt uh, from one of Obi's famous quotes from this year with Evgeny Kuznetsov pictured on it. It's it's not family-friendly, but it'll be a good shirt. It's a We're nice not family-friendly. What's it say? Uh, it was his quote that says, just fucking please score. Yeah, right? And then- that's what I'm talking about, OV, the people's champion, baby. <laughs> I want to tell you now, with all with all the celebration we've seen with the social media, OV going crazy with the keg stand, man. Have you ever seen a great, great of all great, a GOAT in their respective sport have so much fun with a championship um, victory? I'll tell you what, these Russians are something else, man. They went absolutely crazy. And I think the best part about it is the city of D.C. just kind of let it happen. They were definitely doing things that they shouldn't have been doing, but nobody got hurt. Nobody really got arrested. And the city just said, hey, do it. You know, yeah. you haven't done this before. This is the first championship. Go out and have fun. And boy, did they have some fun. I got to tell you, as an Eagles, as a Philadelphia fan, it's not a real celebration until someone punches a horse. So, Denton, you got a goal tomorrow. I need you to punch a horse. <laughs> To get, no, that's not that's not how you celebrate. Nah, we, don't, we don't do that in all caps, man. We all got, right, we're, fine. we're a little bit more respectful than that, man. We're the politically correct over here in the D.C. area. Well, we were saying earlier on the show, Denton, that I have never seen uh, a joy like I saw on Ovechkin's face. What does this mean to a guy like that who spent his entire career going for it? Is Monkey finally off his back. What What do you think this means to a guy like Ovechkin's career? I think it finally cements him as one of the all-time greats. He was already there before, but he was almost like the Charles Barkley of the NHL, which is not exactly a position that you wanted to be in. He's one of the great goal scorers of the era, and now he finally has the championship to back it up. He finally got over that hump and got over Sidney Crosby in the process. This was the best year that he's had, even though statistically it wasn't even close to the best year. Just for what it means for his career to get those achievements, it finally proves that he is one of the greats of all time. Now, what does this mean for the team? Because this gets a giant monkey off the back of the Capitals. This is the first cup, right? Or first cup in a yeah, long time. This, 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 this is the first, first cup, cup in franchise cup. history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what? Um, so, what does it mean getting that hump, uh, that that monkey off the back of, of fans? You know, now that you got the championship. Well, it made the suffering worth it. I mean, we we suffered through does. a long, for, uh, depending on the ages. I mean, you know, some people have been suffering for a really, really long time. But for me personally, I've been going a decade of seeing these teams get to the playoffs, think that this is finally the year, and then they fall short. And this finally kind of capped it off. The 10 years worth of suffering was finally worth it to see them win that cup and to see Ovechkin and, and the rest of the team finally hoist up one of the most prestigious trophies in all sports. What do you think of the celebrations, man? Are you going to get your chance to drink out of the cup? I think there's a like a 50-50 shot at the way things are going. I'm, t- I'm going to do my best. I have no idea how on earth I'd make that happen. But if I could somehow take a sip of beer out of that cup, I don't even care what the liquid is. It could be water. For all I care. <laughs> if I could take a sip of some sort of liquid out of that Stanley Cup, I will be a very happy man. But that's incredibly unlikely. <laughs> well, what are your plans for the parade? What do you got? You got to... Uh, a spot picked out, or you just gonna go hey, get drunk? Where, where, where in the city is the parade gonna be at, man? Just to let the guys know. 
It's going to be right in the in basically the heart of D.C., so right across the National Mall. All of the important touristy monuments are going to be on all the backdrops of the pictures, oh, so it's going to be super nice. Um, I'm going to be getting there a little later than planned. My, my buddy has to work in the morning, but we're going to get there right around the start, so I'm not too sure uh, where exactly we'll be. I mean, I know the I have the um, the route of it, so we might just kind of run with it <laughs> and see how so close I, we so can we get on no aid. That What's was that? that was what we did in 08. We just uh, we just ran next to it. Like I got there late because I yeah. flew in from Seattle, so it was just like running with the parade to the stadiums, you know. Exactly. You no, know, if if we can do that, I think we'll we'll, we'll be fine. I'm not sure. I, I know uh, hundreds of thousands of people are expected. I'm not sure how that will actually pan out because it's 11 a.m. on a Tuesday and people have to work. To you make will a be living. surprised. You, you know, yeah. Hey, yeah. Put it like this. I know all about that traffic. Coming from Virginia, going to D.C., it's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts tomorrow. Hey, but you know what? <laughs> you know what? But from PG and going in, and from D.C. going to Maryland, it's going to be clear, still clear, baby. It's going to be a little clearer <laughs> in the belt. <laughs> if you got to take that green line, it's crystal clear, baby. But the blue line and the orange line, it's going to be all caps, baby. So, Denton, you were saying you're a superstitious man. When did you finally... Uh, like let go and think this is it we got this was there was there a time during that that game uh, it, it was very very interesting once we had the final face off in our zone I had the feeling like we can't screw this up there was like I think it was less than four <laughs> seconds on the clock we can't screw this up but before then I mean we went into that third period trailing which is not something we had done often in that series so I was a little on edge I really just wanted to end it that night because we know about the 3-1 history in sports oh, in recent yeah. years I didn't want that so I was I was on my toes the entire game until we got that final face off once Lars Eller scored that final five minutes was just terribly long but when we got that final face off in the zone i realized we did it so real quick then so with this all the the excitement of this playoff um run right what is your specific picture image of the 2018 nhl player because i know i have mine what is your image of the 2018 on playoff Ovechkin doing a keg stand out of the cup. Uh, that it. symbolizes everything. That is it, man. That will be the uh, picture everyone remembers. But... You, you know what I want to remember? The save. That's all. The save. <laughs> the, the, look... the biggest save in the history of the NHL is called the save. <laughs> the look on Ovi's face during that save, save too, man. Dude, that is priceless. That's the image I have in my head when I think about the 2018 Washington Capitol NHL Stanley Cup champion. I think about the save, and I think about Ovi putting his hand in his head, looking in his sky like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's exactly Did that it. just <laughs> happen? Now, that would always stay in my mind. <laughs> now It was so great. Ooh. Now let me ask you this: We know we gotta let you go here. You're uh, running up on time with our, our time with uh, with columnist Denton Day from the In My Opinion uh, podcast. You mentioned before, by the way, I saw on your podcast you were talking about uh, the overcoming the three-one curse. It, it seemed for a lot of people like the Caps didn't win this so much as not lose it once they got to three-one. Uh, <laughs> what does this mean for the city going forward, for the sports scene there, and will it? Do you think this can translate to some energy for the Nationals too? I would certainly hope so. I mean, entering this this season uh, city-wise, we were the longest drought. I mean, there's a couple teams in Minnesota, and I guess collectively as a, as a state, Minnesota had beat us by a couple months in terms of longest drought. But as a city, we had the longest championship drought. So this finally gives us 
I guess, a little bit of space to breathe. You know, we are not the goats of the, the entire sports world. We are actually winners, and we get to celebrate for once in the, you know, the past 25 years. So I think that'll give us a little bit of energy. I know a lot of the Nats players were very um, involved in this series, uh, especially, you know, Bryce Harper got, got the wrong end of the stick, but Max Scherzer and Ryan Zimmerman were there. They were really involved. So hopefully it gives them a feeling of this is what it's like to win, and we want this in our stadium. So I, I guess as a Philly uh, sports fan, yeah, I, know I, uh, that's coming in. I hope your uh, I hope your reign is very short. Hey, just, hey, <laughs> enjoy it while you have hey, it, hey, my hey, man. Hey, Denton, but... as a DMV DC area sports fan, so <laughs> now we have the Caps as the you know as the darlings because you know they were always the third fiddle. Let's just be honest; it's always been the it's the Redskins city. It's been the Redskins city, and then it's always been a battle between the Wiz and the Caps and, and the Nats since they're, new, they're the new boys. The Nats are the newly. I would have bet so, on the Wiz before the so, Caps. So now we have our favorite now. Obviously, how do you rank the Caps moving forward as far as the D.C. area sports for a franchise and fan base? Well, it's funny that you say that because I feel like even though we're supposed to be a Redskins city, just because D.C. is so diverse – it feels like we we kind of lack in that area because so many people come from certain other areas and they maintain that fan base. But for whatever reason, when I go to the stadium uh, during a Caps game, I've been to all of the, the stadiums for all the sports. It seems like that stadium itself is the most red or it's the most filled with Caps fans. So I would rank them right at the top. Once the Redskins start winning, I think they can overcome that because football is generally a more popular sport. But as of right now, I think the Caps are D.C.'s team. And I like to, and from a DMV guy, I like to say, Northern Virginia Caps, baby. Northern <laughs> Virginia Caps. <laughs> well, Denton, we thank you for coming on the show here. Enjoy the parade tomorrow, man. Uh, we know you've been real busy. Uh, we've been following you on Twitter at Denton Day. Uh, is it Denton? Tell us where you are. Tell us your Twitter. Tell us your, I know one of them's an underscore, and I can't remember which. Yeah, you can get me on Twitter at Denton underscore Day and on Instagram at Denton Day. And you can find me on Facebook. If Facebook, you think you can find me there at C Denton Day, too. And you can find Denton's, uh, Denton's podcast and columns, uh, in my opinion, over at the World of Sports Great Network. Great podcast. Great podcast. Listen to it on SoundCloud and everything, man. Yeah, man. Hey, Denton, are you going to show us some pictures about uh, the parade, man? Are you going to make the guru jealous? Could we see some pictures of L. Red in D.C. tomorrow, man? Oh, you're, you're definitely going to see some pictures. I... I've been real quiet on Instagram the past few months, but you you are going to get blown up with some pictures. That's what I want to hear. Day, thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again. All right, guys. Thanks. Guru, back after talking to uh, to Denton Day. Thanks again to Denton for joining us. Sounds like he's going to have a great time tomorrow. I am jealous, as I've said all the way through. Uh, the parade in 2008 was the best non-wedding, non-baby birthday of my life. Just just a fantastic good time. And uh, and uh, best to Denton Day in the entire Caps Nation tomorrow. DC stand up. All Caps, baby. All Caps. <laughs> you know but let's uh now let's go back and talk about the uh the warriors here because the the caps weren't the only people planning a parade this really? week as the golden state warriors all caps baby all caps we knew golden state was gonna have a parade two years ago right they, we knew for the next couple of years this one's be been planned for quite some time they just weren't quite sure of the day now they've got it so the question then, Guru, this is their third win in four years. Absolutely. This officially puts them into dynasty talk. They got their back-to-back, -back and they got three in four years. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, where do they rank 
among the great NBA dynasties. Can we include them with Bill Russell? Can we include them with Showtime? Do they rank with Kobe? Do they rank with the, the double three-peats? Where do you see this team in, in the annals of the NBA? Great, great question. Great question. This is a tremendous team. Uh, one of the best shooting team we I think we have seen in probably one of our in our lifetime I could say absolutely man best shooting team Curry Thompson and Durant on the same team (laughs) exactly amazing shooting team amazing talent uh but uh, am I prisoner at the moment no I don't believe this is a a a top five all-time great teams no I do not believe that no I do not believe that I still think that Isaiah Detroit Pistons bad boy team. I didn't even uh, include the bad boys. (laughs) I think the bad boys team will give them just because of the physicalities. And I know I got Isaiah over Steph Curry. I think I we know. I don't even have to think. We know what Isaiah is, and we know what he's going, what Zeke is going to do. So uh, we know what Joe uh, Dumas is. Uh, We just know what the, the whole defensive mindset of that squad. Obviously, that LA squad with Magic. That's one of the greatest squads. The Showtime squad. The Showtime squad. I I don't think there's a very good matchup with the Lakers, obviously. Uh, Magic by himself will be able to we able to take care of Steph Curry and, and I think company. So too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magic will have a field there just backing him down on doing sky hooks. Right, all and then thing. you get Kareem in there as well. Exactly. James so Worthy. Draymond I mean, Green ain't gonna do. You know, it's just it's a different setup of match. I would love to see Draymond Green play against Bill Lambeer, though. That would be <laughs> that would be such hey, a great matchup. How many technicals are gonna be there? All game, of them. Right? It would and, be all of them. And I just think I also think the Kobe Lakers team is a little bit ahead of him because Shaq is the most dominant specimen to ever touch the basketball so i don't think it's a very good matchup with that because shaq would average 50 and 30 rebounds every game just if he to, had to yeah if he had to so i don't put them ahead of that squad uh, obviously i don't put them ahead of the uh ball, the celtic squad with um larry larry legend and mikhail and Parrish and company let alone the bill russell squad yeah, that won like 11 exactly so i don't put them above that so and obviously we don't put them over the mj squad uh, but they're more familiar to me they're more comparable to the San Antonio Spurs. You know, the tier above, below that. More of the Spurs dynasty type run. More like Hakeem Olajuwon and them type run. That's where I put them more as far, rather than the teams I barely mentioned. But then we got to talk about that this team is just kind of hitting its stride. If KD re-signs with the Warriors, which he says he's going to do, they look unbeatable again next year with the possibility of a LeBron super team in L.A. or whatever's going to happen. And that's what I think. That's why, because the NBA got to adjust to this team, there will be a bunch of super teams made. There will be a bunch of super teams made, which is going to be, basically the NBA is going to be top heavy. And that's a good thing because now we're going to see, every night we're going to see four all-stars. For all-star teams, basically, you play every night. And that's what we want to see. So it's going to be every night it's going to be an all-star going against another all-star team. But is this the kind of thing that if they win again next year or, or the year after, they get four rings with this with this core, this this Steph, uh, KD, Thompson, uh, Draymond core. If they get another ring with that, will that elevate them to the level? Or is this just not a team that you want to you know, I, think? I want to see that. I want to see that happening. Uh, I think this is the biggest obstacle they're going to face because I think the NBA is kind of getting getting assimilated of what the Warriors style is. Yeah, man, the Rockets almost beat them. Exactly. I think the NBA knows uh, they got to create more super teams to defeat another super team. So I could see that next year, I mean, not next year, in a few months, 
with Decision 3.0, what's that going to take, what's that going to happen. And also, there's going to be other decisions in the other summer as far as Anthony Davis, as far as Carl Anthony Towns. So other young. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. So other young, talented, talented stars that within this year and next summer that's going to create another merge, I think that's going to be the crank on the armor of um, the Golden State Warriors. Just the fact that they played so many games. You know, with this championship run, fatigue is going to kick in. Injuries happen. There's a lot of mental blocks that goes on in being in an empire and being in a, a dynasty. Well, even this year, they said they got bored. You know, that team looked bored at a couple games this year. Their mind wasn't really on it until about game two or three of the playoffs, and then they turned it on and went for it. Exactly. So um, I could see, like I said, I don't see them over the – honestly, like I said, I see them more – with the San Antonio team, I see them more with the Paul Gasol Lakers team. I think they're more in that level. And frankly, I like that bad boy. I mean, the second 2.0 Detroit team with Rip and uh, Chauncey Billups and, 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 um, and my man Rashid. Right. Yeah, I think that was a dominant team. Obviously, I think that Boston team, the the other big three, with Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, I think those squad are out there. I think within those top, they're more in that 7 to 10 range as far as best team. Uh, I don't feel like the top five we named as far as the Detroit, as far as Lakers, as far as Boston, as far as, as, far as Chicago. Yeah. I think those are the premier of premier. Those are the team of teams. Who would you put as the best dynasty ever in basketball, though? Who do you like? Do you think it's Do you think it's Jordan's Bulls? It's tough not to pick them, but uh, I love Jordan's Bulls, but I also love Kobe and Shaq's Lakers. See, and I love the Showtime Lakers. I think the I think the eighties Lakers of Magic Johnson they they were they were just something to watch. They were fun, man. That's that is my favorite See, dynasty. I love that dynasty, but I caught them the end of the dynasty. I basically caught them. When oh yeah yeah I caught them when Detroit was on the up, on the up yeah, and when Jordan was working extra hard to overcome all those adversities so uh, I caught the last part I basically caught the fall Jordan had to go through Detroit exactly. and then through the Lakers exactly. in order to win his uh and his first exactly another so, reason that uh, he's the goat that another reason why he is the greatest of all time well speaking of the Warriors uh, one final question here is that uh, with KD uh, he's now won two. MVPs, two finals MVPs in a row there, and yet there's this talk that he's not a, quote, real warrior. You know, like, he didn't come up with the rest of the squad. He's not of the Warriors. He came to the Warriors. Mm -hmm. It looks like he said that he wants to re-sign with them this summer. Will that finally make him a, quote, unquote, real warrior, or will he always just be the hired gun, do you think? And I think it's just a, 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 a rhetoric that people say when you're successful. You know, I just think it's a rhetoric you would say when you do something right, when you made a great decision, and when you're now seeking the benefits of that decision. So now the people who are questioning the decision prior now is still not satisfied. What kind of a question is that? Are you a warrior? Are you a real warrior? You are the two-time MVP. You elevate that team. That team needed you because prior to you, they lost. Now, I always think it's different if KD would have came there after the first championship. But we saw what LeBron could do with Steph Curry being the number one. You could double-team Steph Curry. You could take the ball out of his hand. Scheme-wise, KD is the assassin. He's the reason why this is a dynasty. Without KD, this was a very good basketball team just like the Dallas Mavericks of our world when they won a championship. But with KD, they became a dynasty. Yeah, I agree. I think when he re-signs here, 
if he were to go somewhere else after this, then he's mercenary KD and all bets are off. But if he re-signs with the Warriors, he's bought in, he plays their system, he's changed their game, he's got two rings and two finals MVPs trophies. Uh, so I'm with you. I think it's... Hey, hey, what's wrong with being the greatest mercenary to ever play the sport? Nothing. You get a you lot know, of rings what's and a wrong lot of money. You know what's going to happen. That's when you're a cold turkey. That's, that's what I want to be here. That's you what know? Shaq is, that's man. Exactly. Shaq, Shaq was the ultimate. Nobody talked about that. He just wants to go for rings, man. I go anywhere. You got, you got, you can, what are you, a big man away? I'm in. I'll get that ring. Shaq loved it. Put a ring on Shaq's finger, man. That's what Shaq was doing, man. That was towards the 35, when he became in the mid-30s, he was just chasing damn rings, Yeah, it man. didn't matter. Nobody could stop him. You might as well. Whatever. That he almost stole one in Boston when he needed yeah, to play. Yeah, exactly. Man. Barely played, and he got almost got one. A big shamrock years. <laughs> I remember that. The big shamrock. We did that nickname game. Hey, speaking of games, all right, Guru, are you ready to, to make the turn here and get into the uh, two-minute drill? Let's get it, baby. All right, it's the two-minute drill on Trash Talk Radio. You know what this is. This is when we get our chance to talk about all the things in the sports world that are going on that we didn't get a chance to talk about on the show. I put two minutes on the clock, and I start firing away at Guru. Guru, are you ready? You already know. Here we go. All right, question number one. So T.O. has said that he will not attend his Hall of Fame ceremony in Canton this summer. Guru, the question here is, what the fuck? T.O., I'm very disappointed. Uh, just because you, you've you been hurt uh, as far as what's been going on in the NFL, but there are kids out there that look up to you. Just like the way you end up and and overcame every obstacle to get to the highness of your career and now did a mountaintop, other kids want to hear your, your, your trials and tribulation because that's going to motivate them so they could be a T.O. 2.0. So please, T.O., stop being selfish and think something bigger than you. That's always been your issue. It's always about you, but this is bigger than you. This is about the people that helped you through your whole career, your whole path. This is their time for you to acknowledge them, for them to see you successful. Right, it's a Hall of Fame. Suck it up and show up. <laughs> Alright, question number two. In my world, the most important thing this week was that Brian Colangelo was finally <laughs> fired, Guru. So my question for you is, do you see this picture? Is that a normal collar? <laughs> is he wearing a normal collar in that photo? Oh man, I don't know. Maybe his wife picked that out. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm sure she picked it out the way she defended it. <laughs> for the record, not a normal collar. Get a new slant. Alright, uh, LaMelo Ball signed with the uh, the Junior Basketball Association, sponsored by Big Baller Brands. They're coming to Seattle this year, Guru. Uh, are you dropping 60 bucks to see him play, and will this help him get to the NBA? Hey, man, you know what? I want to see a circus. I think about being a human. We always love this circus. You know what? The Guru might drop, but I'm going to make that a date night. Me and the wifey, man, go on a date night, man. Honey, this is LaMelo. This is LaMelo, and this is cheap basketball. <laughs> But guess what? We're going to plug this on TTR, baby. <laughs> so, uh, question. next question. The Warriors are the champions of the world. We're pretty sure they're not going to the White House to visit. Uh, will Trump bother to ask, and what should they do in D.C. instead? Wow, I'm waiting to see this. Because, uh, the, like I said, in D.C., that is the Northern Virginia Caps. And uh, I'm more interested to see this. I think the Caps are going to do it. I think they're going to go. You, th you think the, the Caps go, definitely, but the yeah. Warriors, what should they do instead? They didn't go the first time. No, what should they do instead? They, they, you know what? They're going to politely say that I declined that offer. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
one final question, Guru. I know the clock ran out here, but I got to ask you: with Ov winning the, uh, with finally winning the cup, who is the greatest of all time in his or her sport not to win the championship? Greatest ever not to win. I'm going to throw some names at you. Any sport across boards. We have you know Barry Bonds in baseball, Dan Marino in football, also in baseball, Ted Williams and Carl Yastrzemski from those Red Sox teams that never won. In hockey, there's uh, there's Eric Lindros, Cam Neely. In basketball, there's Barkley and there's uh, there's Reggie and, and everybody Ewing, in the Mar- and, and Jordan era. Everybody in the '90s. Uh, there's uh, there's Barry Sanders, Eric Dickinson, Randy Moss, the entire Bills organization, uh, including OJ and Thurman Thomas and Bruce Smith. Who's the greatest not to win one now? I think the greatest not to ever win one will be Barry Bonds. I think it's Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds is a name we're going to know for the history of sport. It's just one of them names. And Barry Bonds, without having a ring, the reason why that would even be affected because of all his greatness, he will forever be known as a guy not only without a ring, but a guy that just did steroids. I agree. And I think if he had gotten that ring, he would not have done the steroids because he, he would have felt that he was, you know. Oh, you don't even did more steroids. Like, this is how it feels. This is the consequences I get. I win championship. You know how many guys in baseball want to ship with steroids? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Guru, you know what time it is. Let's get it. Game time. Game time. Game on. Game on. Sounds like game time to me. We should do the three of us should play a game of stickball. All right, Guru, it is game time on Trash Talk Radio. And a few weeks back, in honor of Justify winning the Preakness, we played a little game I called Pot or Pony. Well, in honor of Justify winning the Belmont this quake to complete the elusive Triple Crown for the second time in four years, and because, you know, it's fun, we're going to play another round of Pot or Pony Part 2. What? Pot? Pot? Or pony. It's a game I'm calling oh, Belmont man. or uh, you Bud. You just said pot, man. A bud. Oh, oh. Belmont or Bud. So bud just and a- pot, man. Dude, my mind is somewhere else right now, man. Just as a reminder, the guru and I live in the Seattle area in the legal state of Washington. Legal. Hey, as long as you're 21 and older, I condone legality, baby. Legality. And you can trust me, the only thing more ridiculous than the names of racehorses are the names of Upstairs marijuana strains. <laughs> so the game is simple, Guru. Is the following a name that is a winner of the Belmont Stakes somewhere in its history, or is it a strain of marijuana available here in Washington, according oh, to Leafly.com? Is it strain of marijuana or strain of Belmont. Let's do this. Potter Pony, Belmont or Bud, uh, Mare or Marijuana. You see what I did there? I you like see what that. I did there? I like All right, that. as always, right answers get us Marv. Yes! Wrong answers get us Label. Are you ready? Let's get it. Oxbow. 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 Man, that sound like a straight pony, man. Belmont. Yeah. 2013 Belmont winner, Gate Dancer. Date Dancer? Gate Dancer. Oh, that sound like something you put in a date when you're smoking some weed, man. I'm it's so- no good! What? 1984, Golden Goat. Golden Goat? Golden Goat. Man. Belmont or Bud? Man, that's Belmont. That is not. It's Mr. no good! That is, that is a strain of marijuana available here in Washington. <laughs> Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Meltdown. Oh, man. I, I, pot or pony? Meltdown. I, I hope that's not a pot, man. Let's make that a pony, dog. That is a pot. It's so oh, my God. I have some over meltdown. here if you'd like to try it. The Kawhi King. Oh, that's straight up Kawhi Leonard. That's the straight up. Kawhi King. Oh, Kawhi King. That's not a pony. That is a pony. Yeah, that's a yeah. pony. It won at the Belmont 1966 Jilly Bean. Jilly Bean. That's a pony. Jilly Bean is a straight it's of marijuana. No 
Big man. Brown. You know, oh, Big Brown, man. I don't sound good, man. If I see Big Brown on any marijuana strand, I ain't smoking it. I'm taking that. Big Brown, I got to be a horse. That brown. is a horse. Brown a, ass horse. The Burgu King. The Burgu, that's straight up weed. Burgu King. That's weed, man. That is a pony. What? Burgu King won in 1932. Oh, they couldn't say burger, right? Burgu. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be okay. burger later. Blue Magoo. Oh, man, I smoked that one before. That is a Blue Widow. <laughs> Oh man, I know about my white widow though, but I was going with the blue widow with the pony. Oh no! What? It's a blue widow blue, and a white widow. Blue widow is a straight up hot blue man. Blue. Oh man, that's a show in Vegas. <laughs> that is a show in Vegas. That is that. that is correct. But pony or pot? Blue man. Pony. That is a pony. Red bullet. Oh, that's that's not like a straight marijuana man. It's no Silver Charm. Silver Charm. I, we know who won that man. That's a pony. I that, that is a pony. Nineteen ninety-seven. Double Dream. Silver. Double Dream, that sound like the, uh, man, Double Dream, man. It sound like Blue Dream. That's a strand, baby. That is a strain of marijuana. Snowcap. Snowcap is straight up. A yeah, strain of marijuana. Polynesian. Polynesian, that is straight up horse, man. That is a horse. White Russian. Oh, man, that's a chocolate. That's a drink. That's a marijuana. That's a marijuana. Royal Tourist. Royal, that's definitely, horses, baby. That is a horse. Halftime. Halftime? That is definitely not marijuana. That is a horse. And finally, exactly. Candy Jack. That is a, can I say, that is marijuana and a horse. Yes, yes, yes. That is a yes. of marijuana. Candy Jack available here in Washington. That is how we play hey. the Belmont or Bud edition of Potter Pony. And then every marijuana store in the state of Washington, send that check. We plug you in, baby. You know, I don't have you to get it what? from Leafly. I can get it from your menu. Hey, send that check, man. Oh, you know what? Send out Bud, baby. Send out Bud. And that is our show for this week. Trash Talk Radio on TrashTalkRadio.com. Next week, we're going to start talking about the NFL again. And you know we're going to lead it off with the top five players in every uh, in every position. And Guru, what position are we starting with next, next week? Next week, we will start with the position that always the game start with. The guy that always bend over and show his ass in the air. The guy we never talk about that be farting on the quarterback's hands. <laughs> The Come guy that's on, so man. dirty and ugly that we don't even know his name. But we're going to be talking about the top five centers in the NFL. That's our time on the show this week. Until next time, you can find me, Lestro, at Moral Lestro. You can find Guru at Guru's Film, Wrong. You, Guru's Film Room on Instagram. You can find the whole show on TrashTalkRadio.com. Thanks for listening. TTR, baby. Oh, man, that's a chocolate, that's a drink, that's a marijuana. That's a marijuana.